everyone. This is your host, Tom. Welcome to the Small Scale Life Podcast. This is our 167th episode of the show. And for this one, I ask a very simple question. What is resiliency? As we watch the country's systems, the financial system, the banking system, the supply chains, the healthcare system, the education system, and entire industries grind to a halt with this global pandemic, it begs the question, how fragile is our system? The answer that comes back out of the void seems to be very. Although I don't act like it at times, I am an engineer. I look at problems and issues and look for solutions. Our country's systems are impossibly complicated. It's almost too big for one person or a small group of people to impact one way or another. While we cannot take on and change these massive global systems, we can take on and change how we live our lives. For those of you who have been following Small Scale Life for a few years, you've seen this platform change and shift. We've gone down some rabbit holes, and at times it might seem like we're flailing or blowing in the wind. I have to admit, I've felt the same way. I've been doing a lot of thinking lately about where we're going and what we're doing and why we're doing this. But two recent events have changed the way I look at small-scale life. One was a visit from my friend Greg Burns and recording an episode of the Contrarian Farmstead podcast. It was about our platform, Small Scale Life, and our story. How did we get here and what are we trying to accomplish? Then the second thing was, of course, the global pandemic and complete train wreck of our systems. I've been doing a lot of thinking and a lot of brainstorming. The result is this podcast episode. I was driving home and recorded this as I was coming through St. Croix County, Wisconsin. It was raining. You can hear the rain splattering on the windshield as I was driving along. And you will be coming along with me in the passenger seat on this platform-defining journey where I answer the question, what is resiliency? Before we jump into the podcast episode, please head over to smallscalelife.com and get your free copy of How to Start Plants from Seed. I wrote this guide so you can successfully start seeds for your summer garden. We need to grow our own food. Maybe you can't grow enough to feed your family, but you can grow enough to supplement your grocery list, and you'll also be learning skills along the way. You can do this, and I want to help you. So get your free copy of How to Start Plants from Seed today. Feel free to pass this around to others who have questions. If there's a little library in your neighborhood, put a few copies there. If there's a church in your neighborhood and people are worried, pass this out there. Just pass this around to family and friends. We need to be more resilient. And we need to help our friends, our family, our neighbors become more resilient as well. So pass this around. Please do this. Get your copy today. And now, without further ado... We're going on a drive, and we're answering the question, what is resiliency? Welcome to the Small Scale Life Podcast. Hey, everybody. This is Tom from Small Scale Life. Welcome to the show. <laughs> the show. I guess it is kind of a show. Welcome to the welcome to the stream. It's a life or live kind of sorta. I'm recording this and I'll be releasing it later. But hope you're all doing well. I am on the road. 
got all my stuff done. I'm heading back to the barn. Wish it was my literal barn, but I'm working towards that. Man, my goodness. Welcome to America in 2020. I think I want a refund. I want to take it all back. (laughs) Take it back. Let's start over again, please. Please. Let's start over again, please. So, anyway, I am... uh, Ooh, looks like we're going to pass a big fire coming up here. You can see that off to the right. You can smell it already. But I hope you all are doing well. Uh, It is Thursday... March 18th, life is crazy in America. uh, March 19th, sorry. Life is crazy in America. Um, My goodness, we have come so far in such a short amount of time. So we have a global honey badger virus that's coming over the whole earth. A lot of crazy things are going in place. You can see it's raining today. Um, I'm still out. People are still driving around. Safe here in my little bubble. But... uh, want to get on talk about a few things and uh it's been some videos i've been watching lately actually a lot of videos but there's some videos that really stuck out to me and there's two in particular actually three uh one is from my friend scott hebert yeah about let's see we're coming up to this fire this is gonna be interesting it's right over there right over there oh gosh let's see what we got oh man big fire Oh, shoot. A big bunch of brush. Big bunch of brush. Uh, so, where was I? Um, a few videos I've been watching recently that have been very, very interesting. Um, one was from Chris Mortensen from Peak Prosperity. I've been following him daily about the Honey Badger virus update. And that's his phrase, not mine. And He might have picked that up from somewhere else reason we call it honey badger is it's really tough it's squirrely it's tough and it keeps on keeps moving right it keeps moving and it's you know if you've seen a honey or if you've seen a badger man these things are tough beasts they just they have a surly disposition and they just keep her moving um and they have a goal all their own survival right but uh, he's been producing uh regular updates on the coronavirus and and i've been watching that and uh the other thing I've been watching, uh, the other thing I found was a video he produced like in September last year about resilience. Resilience. So we'll be talking about that. That's our topic of the day is resilience as I'm driving around in rural Wisconsin, uh, western Wisconsin, heading from Osceola to Somerset, Wisconsin. This is definitely God's country, an area that we are interested in for coming to build our homestead. Um, So he talked about resilience and he talked about all the things that we talk about. And I'll get to that in just a minute. Then my friend Scott Hebert, um, March 11th, he produced a video about reliance and the difference between reliance and self, um, self self-sufficiency, which I thought was thought provoking. They're tied together, but they're kind of not. And, And he was saying that, well, they are tied together, but the resilience piece is more of a community based resilient uh sufficiency versus self-sufficiency where i'm going to go out in the wilderness and cut a bunch of logs and build my log home i mean i know there was that guy that famous guy that did it in alaska it's a different time a different area a different set of skills a different tough man but again that gentleman who went to alaska he had one of these tipping point moments world war ii was one he got sick 
he was laid up in the hospital, almost died. Then he decided, you know what? I need to escape modern society at that time and go to Alaska to live. And that's what he did. And he was there until he was like 85 or maybe even 92. And then he left and three years later he passed away. There's a documentary all about that. But I will have links to Scott's videos and also Chris Martinson's video on resiliency. And the more I've been thinking about it, we had Greg Burns here about two weeks ago at our house. And we had a long discussion about what is small-scale life? What are we trying to do? And we talked about wellness. We talked about financial freedom. We talked about community building. We talked about gardening. We talked about all of those things but we really and and it was was it homesteading was it simple living was it wellness overall wellness i wasn't sure i didn't know i've been struggling with this for the past almost nine months to be honest with you i mean what is it that we're trying to do and i think the audience you as the audience are trying to figure out what what are they talking about why do they keep talking about um getting fit or healthy this healthy lifestyle stuff how does that help me as a homesteader or Gardening. How does that help me because I just want to feel better and look better? Or community building. Well, yeah, okay, I got you. You know, this woo-woo community building stuff and have friends. Well, I got friends. We're good. Or financial freedom. Well, we've got enough money coming in. We're good. Until this thing hit. <laughs> right? Suddenly, whole industries are shutting down. People are sitting home at work uh, from work and not getting paid. And it's like, holy smokes, do you have an emergency fund? And they seem like totally huge topics, and they totally are. You could break each one down. You could just do community building. That's it. You could just do financial freedom, and that's it. And you could just do wellness, or you could just do gardening, like at smallscalegardening.com, my other little platform. All right, everybody, we're entering St. Croix County, so I could live here. Anywhere south of the light, where the light touches, you can live. So I could live anywhere down here. Yay! (laughs) Um, So you've got a lot of disjointed pieces, a lot of pieces that are floating around, and they don't seem to make sense until you put over the top of it. I mean, it could be homesteading, and that does seem to fit you know, homesteading is a lifestyle thing. It's a, it's a way of living. It's a simple living concept. You've got to be financially free to do that. Or at least, you know, you're using your homestead to create income. It does fit. But I think a better way to describe, describe small-scale life is resilience through simple living. Resilience through simple living. We're going to go this way because I want to. Um, We are talking about all of these things and even talk to people who are starting side hustles, you know, a second job, something that's going to give them that financial freedom, that's going to break them out of the cube. They're going to get that escape velocity, get free, right? Get free of this corporate world, this modern lifestyle. The homesteading thing is breaking free of the modern world and this corporate lifestyle. Um, Resilience. And what is resilience? What's your definition of resilience? You know, it's the way I picture it, the way to understand it is if I'm resilient, I've got this toughness. I can, I'm not fragile. 
you know, the modern world is very fragile. Think about it. We go, we get the kids up every day, we get them off to school, then we go to work to a cube farm, we work there for eight or nine hours, pray the boss doesn't give us assignments, or pray we don't get in trouble for yesterday's orders or work, and, and pray the client doesn't call and, and yell at us for overbilling or doing all this other stuff, or pray the product that I'm making doesn't get wrecked, or pray the house doesn't burn down, or pray that there's no accidents today because I've got to go respond to that, and and, and uh, it could put my life in jeopardy. I mean, all these things are coming together. And, and then we come home and we maybe go get something to eat somewhere. We scarf that down. We take the kids to scouts. We take them to gymnastics or hockey or baseball or soccer or football. And, and we're running, 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 running. And the weekend comes and we're hanging out with friends. We're going to the bar. The kids are with the sitter. And we're out at a bonfire. We're all... You know, drinking cocktails, having a dandy old time, wash, rinse, repeat, do it again. And that's kind of the modern consumptive, consumptive lifestyle. We're just consuming everything in sight. But resilient, and, and we're fragile. You know, something happens. Oh, my job just closed. It got outsourced to China. Or our bar and restaurant just closed because we have this pandemic happening. And suddenly you're sitting there going, oh my gosh, my life just is upended. Are you resilient? Can you stand up and take a punch square in the jaw, square in the nose from life, from Murphy, and keep coming? Can you survive it? Not just you personally, but can your bank account survive it? Can your household survive it? Can you not go into flat-out panic mode? I mean, there's some people who went through this process went through what happened the past week and a half that had money in the bank or money in their pocket food in their basement or in the pantry they had some water they had enough supplies and they were just kind of topping off the you know their their tank wasn't empty their gas tank wasn't empty they were just topping off just a little bit and they're just kind of watching to see how things are going they're not maybe not laughing Maybe some of them are the jerks. But there's some people that were out there going, wow, this is crazy. I'm glad that I put the work in. I spent the money. I did the investment. I put in the time and I made this happen. There's people that did that, that were that way. And then there's other people, the other extreme, that just went grocery shopping yesterday. Today is March 19th and they just went grocery shopping for the first time yesterday and they were wondering where did the toilet paper go where's the rubbing alcohol where's the bleach how come i can't get canned food where's the soup where's the ramen where did that all go why am i standing in a line for 20 minutes why do i not want that person to get close to me resilience being able to take a punch square in the face and get up and keep moving we've got to be more resilient for me it's imperative that I'm I'm not obsessed with the news. I'm watching it. I'm watching the trends. I'm watching where we're at. I'm trying to stay two steps ahead. I can be more resilient if I'm making decisions and staying ahead of this thing instead of being behind it. And I'm keeping my inner circle appraised. We're moving forward as a team, even though we're spread all over the country. But we're keeping each other up to speed on what's happening in our neck of the woods. And 
that is very useful. Nobody's panicking. We're just kind of doing the thing. We're topping off the tank. So that's where we need to be, and, and it's really simple living, right? I'm gardening. I'm growing my own food. I'm preserving it. I'm canning. I'm going to dehydrate. I'm going to pressure can. We're going to do this thing. This is our year. And in that regard, I came out with my garden plan a few weeks ago, and I started planting accordingly. Oops, looks like I'm speeding. <laughs> I started planting accordingly and planting accordingly. Well, plans changed. I've decided. I am changing and shifting. So I am now going back to the soup garden, soup garden 2.0. That's growing high calorie foods that I can make into a, into a hearty vegetable soup. And I can can that. So this is what I'm doing for 2020. I was looking at potatoes at a store recently. I was looking at it. I was thinking about my wicking beds and how much was actually produced but, uh, versus uh, how much I put in the ground. And yes, I got a good yield. I got good. I got a good yield. Uh, but it wasn't fantastic. I can do better. And I need to understand the types of potatoes. And the ones I was looking at the store, they were all determinate. I need indeterminate. You want, if you've done a potato tower before where you stack, you, you, you put the potato in the ground and you start putting soil on it, you keep building the soil up and it keeps growing and it keeps growing and it's producing potatoes under there, but you put that potato in there and it doesn't produce that much, that's because it is a determinate potato, not a indeterminate potato. Just like there's different kinds of tomatoes, which are nightshade, there's different types of potatoes, which are nightshade. So we need to keep that in mind, and, and I didn't know that. I needed to do some looking in that, and I needed to find the varieties that are indeterminate. Now, I haven't bought those yet, but I will. So these are the kinds of things. We need to be more resilient, growing high-calorie foods. Yes, I could grow all the kohlrabi and eggplant I wanted. It'd be awesome. I can grow all the peppers that I wanted. I do really good with peppers now, and I've got a lot of peppers growing right now. But... Is that going to help me in the long run? I've got canned peppers down there and even canned pickles that nobody's eaten, nobody's touched. But the potatoes are gone. So that's the kind of stuff I need to be doing. That's the kind of stuff I need to be growing. High-calorie stuff that's going to fill up your tummy, keep you going. So I've talked about the emergency budget or the emergency fund and budgeting. These are important elements too. Can you, can you lose your job and can you stay afloat for three to six months or maybe a year? How do you do that? What's your plan? Do you have a budget? Is it working for you? <coughs> Excuse me. Um, getting healthy. You know, doing this whole 30 has been great. I'm a little nervous. Uh, produce, I'm just watching produce and making sure I have enough produce to keep on the plan. I've got to keep going. And to do that, I'm going to need some produce. So where do I get that? How do I get that? And that's something I'm going to be keeping a very close eye on. And I need to get my rear end going on growing lettuce. Got to grow inside lettuce. So these are the things that are going through my mind now. Things are changing rapidly. Um, things are moving. And, uh, you know, got to keep, keep ahead of the curve. And uh, got to keep aware. Got to keep in the know. Okay, so this river that we're going over, I should actually drive down there. It looks a little sloppy. This is the Apple River we just crossed over. So that is very cool. I've done a few podcasts from the bank of the Apple River and uh, it just, 
I don't know, folks. This just gives me great joy. And these are folks that are doing the homesteading thing. Look over there. Look at all that. Let's go in there. So you can see these are my kind of people right here. Look at that. Look at all those raised beds. These are my kind of people. Massive, massive gardening. So, yeah. Um, actually, I'm going to go back and look at that Apple River. I want to see that. But uh, this is what we're doing, and this is the purpose of small-scale life. Now, I know some of you are going, well, you're doing small-scale gardening. Isn't that kind of the same thing? And isn't there some overlap? And yes, there are. I've been realizing that as I've been doing this process and starting up that platform again, that there is overlap between the two. And that I think that's okay. Hold on, folks. Here we go. I think that's okay. Because what I'm finding with small-scale gardening is that there's different folks that are starting to get really interested in gardening, and they're coming to that platform, they're going, where do I start? How do I do this? What soil mix do I use? How do I build a raised bed? How do I do this stuff? And guess what? I can help them out. I can. And maybe it's not with the small-scale life net. Not yet. But maybe it's with small-scale gardening, and we can do that. We can, I can work a little harder. <laughs> I can do this. And I will do this because it's very important to me. This is a great call to action, everyone. This is a chance to totally reset. We can totally do this different. We can totally change the way we approach these things. And I've been thinking a lot about this. And Small Scale Life is my bigger platform. And that's where I'm going to talk about that. those kind of topics. Gardening is gardening. But... Um, yeah, this is my call to action is, is stuff that I'm doing is I want to be better. I want to be better. I want to be more resilient. I want to be able to take a punch right to the face and keep going, keep moving and keep, keep going for my family and for, and for our folks. That's important to me. So small scale life is all about resilience and we will define that. I'm going to have Scott Hebert on the show. I would like to discuss resilience with him and get his concept and his take. You know, we're going to be doing a lot of this. And uh, another thing that I'm doing that I'm working hard at, hard on, I'm working hard, is to write a seed starting guide and really do several guides to walk you through the 2020 garden season, how, we do, how I do this. And this will be a challenge for me to do this better do this a lot better. So that's my challenge. That's my goal. That's what I'm doing. And, uh, and I hope you join me. I know I've been all over the place and a lot of things have changed and a lot of, you're probably going, what, what is this? What is he even doing? But I put it all together now and, uh, I know what exactly what I'm doing. So let's do this. I know we're kind of going long here, but we've come all this way and it's raining out. But it's important to see, to hear it. There's something about running water. You know, the, the, the old timers, the ancients, used to do a lot near rivers. They used to um, have ceremonies and, and such in the woods and near the rivers because there is a power there, right? I mean, think about it. Poseidon, the, the Greek god, Poseidon was the sea god. But there's other gods, too, of the rivers, right? And 
And if you're Christian, I mean, how many stories involved water, right? Moses parted the Red Sea, or the, uh, yeah, Moses parted the sea. Noah, you know, the storms when Christ was in the boat. I mean, water is a part of our lives. We're made up of water, a lot of water. So anyway, this is the Apple River. We're going to come kayaking, canoeing here in Star Prairie, Wisconsin. Yeah, this is freaking cool. So it's resilience. That's what we're doing. That's what we got to be now. These are tough times and we need to be tough too. So this is Tom from Small Scale Life. I really want you to be resilient. I really want you to put these things into play. If you need help, let us know. Um, we'll help you start to budget. We'll help you um, start a garden. We'll answer your questions. You know, join us for the whole 30. Get fit. This is time. It's time to reset. It's time to do this different. We can do this together. And uh, I hope you'll join me. We can do this. So this is Tom from Small Scale Life. Remember to learn, do, grow, get a little better every day. Help your neighbors, stay vigilant, stay safe, and stay healthy. Go see a river. It'll bring you much joy. All right, everybody. We'll see you real soon. Take care. This has been a production of Small Scale Life Media. It's the coronavirus. <laughs> All right, testing, testing, one, two, three. Testing, testing, one, two, three. <clears throat> Have a little drinky drink. Here we go. Mm. Delicious.